Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, research analyst with Money Markets here with your weekly Bull and the Bear podcast. Now, if you haven't already, I do want to make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. You'll find a lot of great new features that we have with Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell, Green Zone Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore, and myself. We do things new every week, so you want to make sure you check that out. Uh, just uh, if you're listening to this as, as a regular podcast, uh, just head over to, to YouTube, type in Money and Markets. We've got that green Bull and Bear logo. Uh, find that, click subscribe, and then match that notification bell and uh, you get notified every time we put up a new video. Plus, we have a new membership program on YouTube. Uh, gives uh, gives you exclusive uh, insight into the cannabis market. Uh, this includes information on stocks, uh, interviews, news, uh, blog posts, so much more. Uh, and when you're on our YouTube channel, just click uh, join uh, and you'll find out more about that. Now, I'm going to move on with today's podcast. Today, I want to look at the difference between two very, very popular cryptocurrencies, and that is Ethereum and Bitcoin and look at them as potential investments. Now, there's no denying here that cryptocurrency has become one of the most popular investments uh, in recent years. Uh, rationales vary all over the place, but as you can see, uh, if you look at uh, data from uh, coinmarketcap.com, uh, uh, what they do is they track the overall market capitalization of all cryptocurrency. Uh, and, and that has grown uh, from 2017 to today, uh, the market cap for cryptocurrency has grown 11,926%. That is huge. And for just a third time since 2010, that market cap has risen above the $2 trillion mark. One of the biggest reasons for its popularity uh, is that cryptocurrencies, in theory, uh, have reliable long-term store of value. Uh, a majority of cryptocurrencies have a limited supply, which is capped by mathematical algorithms. It means that government agencies like the Federal Reserve or any other central bank can't really dilute the value with inflation. It's just like what the Fed does with the dollar. Uh, they dilute the value by increasing inflation. With cryptocurrencies, you can't do that. So moreover, cryptocurrencies are also very difficult to tax, and they're even more difficult to take away from someone without the owner of the tokens actually cooperating. So they can't just come in and take your money, take your cryptocurrencies, because it's hard to do. Um, so it's another reason why uh, cryptocurrencies have become more popular. It's decentralized. Uh, it's based on blockchain, uh, and, and blockchain is very specific, and it goes point to point to point to point to point in little blocks, and you can see exactly where things go. Uh, very transparent. Uh, and, and again, decentralized because it's not operated by a central bank. Um, and, and cryptocurrencies have become very much safe havens, I guess, with no government oversight. And two of the most popular cryptocurrencies are Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, while they both sound similar, and as I show you, I'll show you in a bit, their trading charts actually show a lot of similarities. There are stark differences between the two that investors really do need to know before deciding which is the best for their portfolio. Now, let me start with Bitcoin. Bitcoin was started in 2008 when an anonymous person published a white paper suggesting that it was possible to do it. Since then, it has actually become the most popular cryptocurrency on the market. If you had to make a comparison to a safe haven with Bitcoin, it would be more like gold. Um, for any and, and for any cryptocurrency to be successful, there has to be wide adaptation. And to date, about 15,000 companies uh, varying in size actually accept Bitcoin as a form of payment. This is according to Fundera. Uh, and Bitcoin's rise to prominence, however, has met with a lot of price resistance along the way. 
In just 12 months, the price of Bitcoin jumped from $11,000 to around $50,000, which is where it is today. That's a 354.5% jump in value. Now, however, it is met with a lot of volatility. It reached a high of $63,000 back in mid-April. Uh, and since then, that, the price dropped to around $29,000, which is about a 53% drop in a very short amount of time. And again, as we see now, it's building back up again. Another issue with Bitcoin here, and this is one that kind of gets overlooked, is the amount of energy it actually takes to mine the coin. That's all done by computers. So it's all based on computer power and electrical power to power those computers. According to the Cambridge Center for Alternative Finance, uh, it, mining Bitcoin takes approximately, and sit down when I tell you this, 110 terawatt hours to mine Bitcoin. That is about the annual energy consumption of Sweden, the entire country of Sweden. That's what it takes to mine Bitcoin. So there is a little bit of pushback because it does use so much energy to, to, to mine. At one point, Tesla had backed off of investing in Bitcoin because of that, and they've since jumped back into the fray. But that is something that you need to concern yourself with. Then you have Ethereum. Now, while Bitcoin is a true cryptocurrency, Ethereum really isn't. Ethereum is a broader blockchain technology. It hosts native, a native coin called Ether, which is used by decentralizing by decentralized finance, as well as the new fad that we've talked about before, which is non-fungible tokens. Uh, these are where you can buy pieces of art, parts of art, uh, you know, a, tw a tweet, you can buy that. Uh, and, and Ether has become kind of the popular way of, uh, of currency to use for NFTs. And think of it this way. If Bitcoin was a computer, Ethereum would be its operating system. Just a way to kind of put it in perspective a little bit. That may not necessarily be the most accurate representation, but it's as close as I could come up with. So over the same year as I, as I looked at Bitcoin, the price of Ethereum went from about $383 to $3,203. That's a 735% jump in the last 12 months. Quite a bit higher uh, than, than Bitcoin's jump, but you have to also understand we're talking about different values here. And like Bitcoin, Ethereum met with some resistance after hitting uh, a high point of about $4,132 in mid-May. It dropped to $1,776 at the same time Bitcoin did uh, when they hit its summer low in June. That's about a 57% drop for Ethereum. And again, we're seeing signs that it is going back up again. So they move very much in tandem. Uh, not entirely, but you can see the broader side of things that they move very close together. Um, and part of that is because there, there's very little understanding about the broader crypto market. It, it's like putting Apple uh, and Twitter in the same bucket just because they're tech companies. Um, but it ignores the fact that they are both very, very different businesses. And, and this is kind of what's happening with crypto. We see crypto move a lot in lockstep with each other because there's just not a lot of understanding in terms of what, each, what, what is specific about each cryptocurrency. We'll likely see bigger differences in price movement once cryptocurrencies become more widely accepted and more importantly, more widely understood. Now, another difference between Ethereum and Bitcoin is that while Bitcoin is, wi is widely accepted as a form of payment, Ethereum really isn't. Um, however, where Bitcoin stops at being a decentralized currency, Ethereum as a platform goes well beyond that. Uh, Ethereum's blockchain has the potential to run tons of other decentralized applications and protocols. Um, uh, but to the question of wh which is a better investment, well, you have to understand that there are risks involved 
in either direction. Cryptocurrency remains highly speculative, uh, and until there, there's a me even more widely accepted, uh, uh, a wider acceptance of, of true currencies like Bitcoin, volatility is going to remain the same. But because it's even less accepted as a currency than Bitcoin, it hurts Ethereum even more. However, Ethereum is tied more to the broader blockchain technology than it is tied to adaptation. And so it's tied more to the adaptation of that technology more than it is just being a currency. So while Bitcoin does have a, a, a larger track record, a longer track record uh, as a currency and is more recognized as such, Ethereum um, likely has greater potential for growth because it's rooted more as a blockchain platform rather than just a just strictly a currency. So it really depends on what you want to invest in. Do you want to invest in just a currency or do you want to invest in a technology? Uh, and these are two questions that you have to answer for. These are questions you have to answer for yourself as you look at your portfolio. Um, so that's kind of my take here. I'm not going to tell you that one is better than the other, um, just because, again, they are very different to look at. So it's not necessarily fair to compare it because it's like comparing apples to oranges. Um, I mean, they both have cryptocurrency roots, but Ethereum is a platform. Bitcoin is an actual currency. So again, you have to ask yourself, which do I want to invest in? Um, I think Bitcoin has uh, a little bit more in terms of stability, um, but Ethereum, I think, has a little bit more in terms of growth potential over the long term. Um, but again, it's very volatile uh, and, you know, and the cryptocurrency market does not move in an upward direction or a downward direction. It moves very much uh, hill peaks and valleys. So you just have to bear all that in mind before you invest. Now, I do want to take a look at the results from our latest YouTube uh, poll. Last week, we asked, uh, uh, we asked you, how many real estate investment trusts or REITs do you have in your investment portfolio? And we covered the topic of REITs in recent videos. And, and I actually recommended a REIT for our recent cannabis watch list. And it's done very, very well in the short amount of time we've had it on the watch list. Now, the poll was close. About 48% of you said that you don't even invest in REITs, while 44% of viewers said they have between one and five. Uh, we also asked that if you did invest in REITs in your portfolio, which ones do you invest in? FC Bayern München, which is actually short for Bayern Munich, the popular soccer club, uh, said they invest in Stag Industrial and American Tower, whereas Matt, not me, uh, commented uh, LIPR, STAG, and VICI. Uh, thank you very much for all those who participated and voted uh, and commented in our poll. Uh, we put these polls out every week to make sure. So make sure you check back with our YouTube uh, channel uh, and participate. We put these in our community uh, community tab. You can find them very easily. Um, also check out video series that we have up. Ask Adam anything. Uh, I get to sit down and talk with chief investment strategist Adam Odell and talk about anything you want. Uh, do the same thing with Charles Sizemore, Greens Green on Fortunes co-editor and his video series, Investing with Charles. Uh, he's got a, a unique take on things as he comes to at it from an economic perspective uh, rather than a, just a stock trader perspective. So uh, also a, a good way uh, to get some insight into the market. We've also lost, launched a new uh, community membership program on our YouTube channel, it gives you exclusive content to the cannabis market, uh, includes interviews, company breakdowns, advanced insight into our cannabis watch list, and a lot more. We actually have a question up on our YouTube channel, on our community tab, uh, on other things that you might like to see that we add that may not necessarily be cannabis related. Uh, maybe it's crypto, maybe it's more ETFs or REITs. Would love to get your opinion as we start thinking about how we can expand that membership program. And you can do that on our YouTube channel, under our community channel, and just find that question down there and uh, write in your response. And we'd love to hear what you have to say. If you have a, a question uh, or would like us to analyze a particular stock or sector, uh, then email us at feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. We'll flash that email address down below, feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. If you do email us uh, and we do use your question, whether that's a written question or a video question, uh, then we are going to set you up with some very cool Money and Market swag, including 
like this hat right here, which is kind of one of my favorites, although I don't really wear hats anymore, but this is one of my favorites, but we do have several. We're working on hoodies and some other things too. But if you submit your question and we use it at feedback at moneymarkets.com, we are going to send you some cool Money and Markets swag. So, and head over to moneymarkets.com, the flagship, uh, sign up for our free daily e-letter that we send out each and every day, provides you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information all the time, every day of the week. So until next time, uh, this is Money Markets Research Analyst, Matt Clark, and your host of the Bull and Bear Podcast, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets Podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 